Hello, hello, and welcome to the Nintendo Gems Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Jake. I am this week's second host, Brayden. And this week, we are joined by a very special guest, Clay Delphia. It's me. Hello. Welcome, What's up, Clay. What's up? Welcome to the show. You know, I have to say, you're one of the only people I know on this planet that actually listens to our podcast, so I do have to say thank you for that. What else am I supposed to fill my time with, you know? I could be doing something important, but no, I'm going to listen to this. <laughs> exactly, and uh, I'm not going to say that if you listen to the show that you'll be on the show, but it worked out for Clay, so. Yeah, I'm in the uh, eyes of my own celebrities, so <laughs> it's finally happening. <laughs> All right, well, it's cool to have you here, man. Um, let's go on and get into the show, I guess. Yeah, so uh, we will go ahead and start, I guess, with the more recent games, kind of what we've been playing. I'll go ahead and get it out of the way. We are going to talk about Xenoblade Chronicles in more depth today. But uh, I guess to start out, has there been anything other than that you guys have been playing on your Switch systems, Brayden? I'll go first. Um, I was bad. Target had a buy two, get one free special on Switch games, on mini games for multiple consoles. Um, and there are these games in the $20 bin that I've been eyeing for a long time. And so I bought three uh, because mm. they were $20 physical Switch games. Okay. Just, they, oh. That just makes me happy. Three $20 games for the price of 40 I would assume. Correct. Oh, wow. Plus, plus my target discount. Can't beat wow. that. So the first game is Jeopardy and Wheel of Fortune. The second is Risk, Monopoly, and Trivial Pursuit. Two and bangers. <laughs> the third is Lego Worlds. Three bangers! For the price of two. Wow. Okay. That's I all was, I gotta say about that. I said I was bad. Um, <laughs> the only one I've opened, I played it last night while uh, we were watching Judge Judy. I played some Wheel of Fortune on the side. And that it was exactly what I was looking for. It was a little bit of quiz. It was a little bit of puzzle. You know, uh, there were actually people online for me to play with. So wow. for what? Yeah. Is so, it competitive? I mean, I did you lose? I was losing, and I kind of <laughs> think maybe they just played enough that they knew the puzzles ahead of time, because or you know they're looking online for the answers because like yeah. they were guessing the answers like really fast. But uh, that's my short story for this week. Uh, Wheel of Fortune is decent. I'll let you know how Jeopardy is, uh, and if I ever open the other two games, <laughs> I'll, I'll talk about those too. But uh, we can move on to Clay. You know, no, I I'd figure that those games. Would be fun. I mean, game show game game show video games are usually pretty good. Yeah, they or if, if if not good, enjoyable, yeah, reliable. Right. You I mean you know the show on the TV, the game on the TV, so you uh you know you know what you're gonna get. Um, they didn't license. Is it Pat Sajak, Vanna White? Is oh, that? So you just got two randos running the show yes. for you. Yes. Yes. It literally says male host and female host. I'm pretty sure. And you like, <laughs> and yo, listen to this. There's actually like unlockables like. You have an avatar, and you you know as you play more and answer more questions correctly, like you level up and earn unlockables. And the, but the hosts unlock costumes as well. So I got like a flowery dress for off-brand Vanna White. Fun stuff. I was bad. I'm jealous. You should be. All right, cool. I'm I'm wow, more interested to hear what Clay's been playing. Yeah, yeah. What have you What have you been playing on the Switch this week, Clay? Well, I don't want to tell you now. <laughs> 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 nah, I got a Hatsune Miku, the Project Diva game for the Switch in February. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I play off and on, but this month, I don't know what it is. I just keep playing like for hours and still sucking really bad at that game. I want to let everyone but, know that I was doing homework the other night for one of my classes. Oh, and yeah, and I was just sitting there going, <laughs> like, <real laughs> yeah, loud, I was going to say, yeah, I'm just holding his uh, his Switch. 
and uh, in the background while I was working, I would just hear. <laughs> you pro I don't even know if the mic's picking that up, but it was a lot of furious lot of tapping, tapping, and every one every once in a while you would hear like. <sighs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that we play a lot of Smash Bros because that's just how we pass our time. Whoa, you've moved past the first one way too quickly. Okay. Uh, say the name one more time. Hatsune Miku Project Diva Mega Mix. Hatsune Miku. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Blue Hair Girl Music Game. Okay. There you go. That's the name of the well, game. I, I feel like I have an image of it in my head. Yeah. Uh, I, and I could be lying, but what's the gameplay? It's a rhythm game. Oh, do you love it? Okay. So, if you don't know what it is, it's like a like Vocaloid. It's a uh, sample of someone's voice, mm -hmm. and people use that to make songs out of their voice. And it yeah. got real big. It's a Japanese thing, obviously, but so there's like this whole subculture of that, and they basically just take all the popular songs. Yeah, there you go. And uh, Hatsune Miku. Yes, that is someone's real voice that they just like took, and now it's like one of the most popular things on the internet. Is the game a physical game that I could find? Mm, not, not, it's not, not not the English release. It did just come out in English. Okay. But I do have the Japanese copy. Interesting. Because it doesn't require any knowledge of the language because you're just sitting there pressing buttons. Sure. But I, I've played them from, because it's a PSP, it's on the PSP, uh -huh. PS3, PS4, and now it's on Switch. And there's a bunch of different ones, so I've been playing them since like 13. Yeah. I still, I, I would say I'm still pretty dang decent at DDR. Like so, and, and Guitar Hero, I played, I picked that up the other day just for fun. I, I like rhythm games a Same. lot. So, uh, you, you have actually piqued my interest. I do, and I'm terrible at rhythm games. Really? Like, so bad. Oh, this is probably, like, the best rhythm game I've ever played. And you're like, really into rhythm games. Yeah. Or at least games like this. Yes. Interesting. I know there's, it is, like, a whole genre of, especially, like, Japanese rhythm games. Like yes. Fire, some fire these are arcade remix. games that you can play at the Sega arcades. Like, right. These are real yeah. arcade games. Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna have to figure out rhythm games when um, I finally, eventually finish Persona 5 Royal. And I, I hop into Persona 5, whatever the name. The Dancing, the, Dancing in the Starlight. Dancing in the Starlight, yeah. yeah, or something like that. I'm going to have to figure out rhythm games when I get those, because I have to play those games. Ever play Elite Beat Agents for the DS? No, but I watched my friend play it, and that is insane. That's a wild game. I They're love that. that. That is, that's something we should almost should cover at some point. I need to play it. Anything what else? else? Yeah, what else have you been playing? You said Smash. I literally just got the summer sale, because I just looked at it, so I got Devil May Cry 3. Never played that before. And then Senron Kagura Peach Ball, which, like I was saying earlier, <laughs> Senron Kagura is basically how the West or the rest of the world views Japan up to 11. It's just girls with ungodly proportions. Okay. Doing the really anime thing. There's a gimmick every time, and this one's pinball. I was so upset that, I mean, he, we were playing it on the big TV in the living room literally minutes before you got here, uh -huh. and I was really upset that he turned it off before you walked in, because if you would have <laughs> walked in on this, you would have been like, what Ooh. the heck? Wow, they just showed me the cover art for that yeah. game, and that is There's just a giant something. woman in the middle of the... A giant woman is one way to put it. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, it's, uh, I mean, we are, we're a family-friendly show. So uh, we won't get too much into it. Oh, I'm sorry I'm ruining this for you. No, I literally <laughs> just can't. I'm I literally just asked you to bring it up. <laughs> but yeah, it's uh, definitely not safe for work. It is not for for children. I don't know if I was talking to you about this last week. I feel like I was. Didn't I bring up how um, the Switch is now the place for more yeah. racy games? Mm -hmm. um, yes. This is one of those. This game is on PC and Switch, but not on PS4. Not. I don't think that was like a 
purposeful thing, though. I think they just wanted to put it on the Switch. Yeah, but like... But they put all those games on the on PC anyway. Yeah, but PlayStation might not have even wanted that game on their console. They've got the rest of them, though. Yeah, but literally like, every other game on there. It's, been a, it's a more recent thing that they've been like, oh, hey. Yeah, you know, like these visual novel games, obviously, that's I think you brought that up last time. It's those visual novel games that get really, like... It's hard censored on PS4 or anything else, but on Switch, they're like, whatever. We have this game <laughs> literally about panties. Yeah. Like, whatever. Well, isn't there a game where you, like... You play as panties, Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. And you're, it's like a third-person shooter? Yeah. I've never played... I just saw it in the eShop, and I was like, okay. If you just browse through the eShop great deal, sometimes you'll just see things. You really will. It's like mobile games that no one else would, like, buy ever, but, like, you know, maybe someone like, a dollar is like, whatever. All right. Well, um... Clay's been playing Sinner Games. What have <laughs> yes. you been playing, Jake? Uh, you know, I've been reviewing a few games for Noisy Pixel, but they've all been on PlayStation, so I've spent less time on my Switch this week. But just last night, I had a group of friends over, including Clay here, and we played uh, Jackbox Party Pack 3, I believe. Sure. It was Jackbox Party Pack 3, um, which, if you don't know, are basically these collections of party games. And they are the perfect party games because all you need is um, a Switch console. They're also on PlayStation and PC and everything. Um, All you need is a console and one controller to control a console. And um, once you select a game and press start, um, a code appears on the screen and um, everybody pulls out their phones and goes to like jackbox.tv and then puts in the four digit code. And then the controller is now their smartphone, which is perfect because all of the games are eight players, I think. Eight or nine players. I mean, we had five, so there's obviously... I think it was eight. I think it was eight. And uh, everybody has a smartphone, so everybody can participate. All the games are pretty simple. We spent most of our time playing Quiplash 2, which is kind of like Cards Against Humanity. And it's like, everybody gets two questions, and the question will be like, the worst thing to say to your parents while watching a sex scene in a movie is (laughs) blank, you know? And then, again, all of these just become terribly vulgar. So then everybody chooses the one that they like the most. Uh-huh. And, you know, people get points. There's a winner. It's a lot of fun. And then, yeah, there's a few other games. There's one called, like, Faker, where everybody has is, is posed a question, and one person has to blend in while not knowing what the question is, basically. What else? Which, which other ones did we play? Oh, TKO, which is where you draw, a t-shirt. you draw a T-shirt, and then you put captions with the T-shirt, and then people mash the two together, and then you, you know, choose which ones you think is funniest. We also played one. We only played it once because for some Espionage. reason I liked Espionage. Yeah, it's it's it was like it was like you guess a percentage of like it gives you a prompt and you like they guess the percentage of like people or like what whatever. What, what was one of them? It like? was like like the amount of people that uh, have condoms in their household, you know. And yeah. So like so the person who is in control <laughs> would have to say oh twenty percent, and then everyone else says higher or lower, much higher or much lower, and you get points depending on if, if you are the yeah. person choosing. You get points depending on how close you are to the real percentage. And if you're everyone else, you get points depending on if you got higher or lower right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So just genuine question. Are we in a dirty mood this evening? Or is Jackbox rated T because they talk about sex and condoms? It's, there's no, like, like vulgar language. But it's literally we like, make it, the vulgar. Yes. Got it. Okay. And it is player based. Dude, I would I would very much like to uh, to say that uh, you know, all of our answers don't just divulge into dick jokes, but like it's the inevitable bottom uh, of the especially pile. yeah because you know a lot of these ones you're trying to get people to choose your answer because well, you have you have a time so, limit too so like what's the fastest thing you think of when you're like ha I'll get this guy to laugh you're like 
Schlong. Or then like, <laughs> no, what are we gonna do? This is the family. Now. This is a family friendly podcast. <laughs> it's falling Bro, apart. Play. Well, Jackbox could be a family friendly game, but like I said, it, it reminds me a lot of. So I like it more than cards. Cancel them on Twitter, right? <laughs> <laughs> I like them more. I like it more than Cards Against Humanity because Cards Against Humanity, you don't create your own answers. So you, mm-hmm. at least for me, I've played it so much in the past ten years that uh, I basically memorized every single card. Right. So it's just, it's a lot more fun coming up with stuff on your own. Sure. But um, yeah, Jackbox is a lot of fun. If you're ever like with a group of friends, all of them, I think, like I said, there's six of them, all with different mini games. And I think they're all $25, but they pretty frequently go on sale. Like right now during the summer eShop sale, Jackbox 1 and Jackbox like 4 are like 10 bucks hmm. but of course the one i needed it was jackbox 3 so i paid 25 dollars. but um they're a lot of fun for parties so I, I highly recommend them very cool for sure do we want to get into the uh the big modern topic of the week yeah i think so we it is what i've been playing and i believe what clay has been playing i've like 20 hours into it i i wrote down here that I, i'm about 30 hours and i haven't actually met ricky yet oh so uh, i passed you wow so i'm goofing off yeah, okay. I've been doing like every side quest too. What? Yeah, what's going on? Maybe here? I need to check my 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 time, but um, maybe I'm off. But yeah, so I, do you want to start by? I think we both got the definitive work set. Yeah, I got that. Uh, what What did you think about that? Uh, the box is pretty. It's very pretty and huge, massive. Yes, for two items in the box. Right. If anything, I'm like a little disappointed because you see what Europe got. Yeah, they got a final record, a steel book. You're kidding? No, no. Was the price? So it was we, a higher price, I think. Okay, because yes. we paid uh, twenty dollars above yeah, it was like 80, the normal. Yeah. Um, for for a gorgeous art book, um, it really is nice, and like I believe it has. Does it have every character's set yeah, of armor? It has every character set of armor, like all their skins and all that mm-hmm. stuff. I've looked through it a couple times. Yeah. I just love it. It's gorgeous, and so you know, if you're a fan of the series or the game itself, uh, you know, it was worth the twenty extra yeah, bucks for me yeah. at least. Especially with how much it's gone up, too. It's like, I'm glad I got it now. Well, how much is it going It's for? like 150 now, and it oh, came wow. up for 80 But that's also because, you know, quarantine and all that stuff. Yeah, but still. RPGs are going up. Oh, yeah. So, I'm assuming that you have played Xenoblade Chronicles before. I've not played the first one before. I've beaten the second one. Ah, cool. second one's one of my favorite games of all time. So, I was like, you know, I have to play this one. I, I waited so long because I was like, ah, oh, the Wii one's always, like, so expensive, or... It just looks like dog doo-doo. It does. Not that that's going to stop me from playing a game, but at the same time, like, I kind of figured this would happen eventually. And when sure. I saw that E3 trailer, I think I screamed. <laughs> I was like, yes, finally. Nice. So it is really nice to have this. Well, that's interesting. Uh, just in relation to you, I have not played Xenoblade Chronicles 2. And I haven't played any other entries in the Xeno... Universe. Universe. So they're not all connected, like, at all. No. Only by, like, a book that it's kind of... Connected so, by? I don't even know about that. I tried to do my research, and all I know is the Xeno prefix ties together, you know, a series yes. of games by one developer. Yeah, uh, pretty much. One guy. One guy. Because it's over, like, Namco, Square, and right. now Monolith. Uh-huh. So. Yeah, I had no idea there were any other games. <laughs> no, yeah, because Xeno Gears was supposed to be, like, a six-part game. It was one game. Xeno Gears was the first one for PlayStation 1 back in 98. And they have a whole definitive something, I don't know what it's called, but it's... This giant book that explains all the lore, and there are, like, ties to Xenoblade. Interesting. It's not the entire story, but you can see where they were going. Uh-huh. It's really interesting. I wish I could, because it's not all in English, so... Right, right. I don't know anything about it. Man, I'm excited to, to talk through this with you, because 
I think you you seem pretty mm. Japanese focused, like Jake is here, and I I'm a very like casual anime Japanese guy. Like I mean, I yeah. watched DBZ, I watched Toonami growing up. Um, I've seen Attack on Titan the first couple seasons, um, but man, I don't go deep into it yeah. at all. And so a lot of Japanese, especially Japanese RPGs like this, they just miss me, man. They go right over my head, and and that's where this one is. It slides right in the middle. Yeah. Uh, it's barely okay, but it's very okay. No, I see what you mean, because it's not, it's not like the super complex thing. Mm-hmm. It's like, here is the battle system. Yeah. And it it's a mix between, play, it plays itself, but you also have to pay attention mm-hmm. to not die. Yeah, you know? see, right, right. Because if you're facing, like, more than one opponent, they will kill you. Yeah. Like, it's have, brutal. Have you played any other games with a similar combat system? Is And, and is Xenoblade Chronicles 2... A similar combat system. Yes and no. You know how, like, in Xenoblade, the definitive game, uh, it has all those at the bottom? Mm-hmm. That's all your, like, arts and stuff? Sure. In two, you have four, mm-hmm. and basically, after every attack, it's like a rhythm. Okay. So, you have to hit an art after an attack for it to keep the chain going. Okay. So, it's literally, like, you keep rhythm, and mm-hmm. there's combos and all this stuff. Yeah. And I, that's why I like it more than this game. Sure, I'll sure. I'll just get that out of the way. That game is so involved, and as the game goes on, it keeps opening up. Like, you get, like, 60 hours in, and you're still getting new stuff mm-hmm. to, like, keep battling with. So, checking my log here, I, it does it does only say that uh played for 20 hours or more. I thought I was a little bit deeper. So, um, you know, maybe I'm, I'm hot on your heels. I know, man. <laughs> uh, I'm really anal about my playtime, because if I'm not playing it, I'll just turn off the game instead of, like, leaving it going. Mm-hmm. So, that's also a part of the reason why my playtime is probably really low. Yeah. It sounds like I got like 285 hours of Smash Bros. I feel like 50 of those hours where I was just leaving it, leaving it on. I'm v- eat, that's know? funny. I have very similar hours yeah. there, and I, I would estimate the same. So kind of separating from the gameplay a little bit, though, the story is also very Japanese and high concept and just keeps on throwing new... Another reason I love it. Well, man, it, it forms its own religion. Yeah. I think yeah. I've mentioned that kind of concept in a previous episode uh but you really have to buy into it and be willing to like play along with exactly. whatever whatever curveballs they throw at you otherwise you're gonna be like what the heck that doesn't make sense yeah, yeah and you i mean the audience has already probably noticed that i've been very silent during this and that's yeah. because as i mentioned last week i played xenoblade 2 when it came out because it was early in the switch's lifespan and everybody was like oh this game's amazing mm. and i just didn't vibe with it like i cannot enjoy a game's story or I think it's a bit much but if I really like the gameplay I'll be sold but yeah, I, yeah. I wasn't even like that you know the sure. gameplay was just too MMO-y and yeah that's weird. what I was gonna mention to you is like I because I was the same I bought that game in like 2018 and then I played it for like a couple hours and I was like that's all right and I let it sit until like March and then I literally got back into that game and played the entire thing in like a couple <laughs> weeks uh-huh. but it is one of those things that you have to stick with it before it becomes amazing right yeah which um, I know that's not easy for a lot of people right I don't know. Xenoblade Two just lost me, so I, I well, I'm, not, I'm not even gonna bother with Xenoblade Definitive. I've got sure. too much stuff on my plate, anyways. But you know, we we have talked about that a lot. I feel like in Nintendo's because we talked about Astral Chain. That's a good right. Day. Yeah. I and Astral that one Change. Astral. Did you play Astral Chain? Yeah, I got like halfway through, and then like I loved it, but at the same time, like I just kind of fell off. Dude, it just completely lost me with its story. With its, you know. Oh, the story didn't even lose me. I just stopped playing one day, and then I just didn't get back into That's it. That's <laughs> yeah. that. That wasn't exa- all that lost me, but mm-hmm. it it was like. It felt cringeworthy, you yeah, know, yeah. at times, and I don't know if that's how this is. So I'll stop but in you. your opinion. 
Uh, yeah, in my opinion, I will stop you there because not only are the graphics pretty darn decent, so it's they are, the graphics are far enhanced from the Wii and much better than the 3DS version. Um, I actually bought the th- the new 3DS. Yeah, I have it on my 3DS. just for this yeah, game, yeah. and then it was the only game for the new 3DS, which was stupid. Oh, hey, and Minecraft. And Minecraft, yeah. Missed that one. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, it looks it looks much better um, than any obviously any version before it. The music is incredible, uh, just as I. It's amazing how this the music came back to me as I started playing, and last of all, the voice acting and for the most part, the scripting is genuinely pretty decent. It's just a weird story attached yeah, to yeah. it. Yeah, and I love I love that about this game is like when they went for the localization, like because they did Europe first because it wasn't even supposed to come out here, mm-hmm. and so it's very European. Yeah, and yeah. I love that because like it's a super anime game with like. Irish and like what are their accents it's it's like what it's, would you call that my like, wife is English and I'm embarrassed that I can't pinpoint that because yeah. I think it's an English accent it, it's probably like like every dialect of that yeah you know? and all these actors are no names so I think that's also really cool well, it came out in what Japan like 2010 I think mm-hmm. and then it was not supposed to come out over here and but like two years later it did come out or it came out the next year again in Europe and uh, North America was like, hey, we want this game too. And so, like, there's a bunch of petitions. Mm-hmm. Project they, Rainfall. Yeah, and mm-hmm. then it finally did come out over here, and then it disappeared forever, and then GameStop was selling used copies for above new prices. That's wild. And, yeah. That's it. So it became a cool game yeah. immediately. Yeah. What do you think about the team and the fact that you can rotate your characters? I imagine they do the sim- a similar thing in Chronicles 2. But- yeah. Exactly it's like an that. interesting concept to me that they give each character full movesets. Yes. Yeah. I actually haven't used much anybody outside of Shulk just because, mm-hmm. like, I don't know. I, I'm really into using Shulk. That's part of my point. I don't have any interest in really playing many other characters. Like, yeah. I feel, I I feel, feel like that. I want to be, the, <laughs> yeah. I want to be the protagonist. Yeah. Whereas Dunban is fun to play as. Uh, you know, once you figure out, like, kind of like you said, almost their rhythm, like they're the right moves to change after one another, you know, it's fun to figure the characters out, but I do find myself just moving back to Shulk. Yeah, I can actually see, like, how Dunman would be probably more useful than Shulk, because he can literally break, topple, and yeah. days, I think. I don't have days yet. But oh, I, think I, you, have, I, th- I have days as Shulk. But, oh, yeah, yeah, okay. But, <laughs> but, like, even with Sharla, like, I've talked to my friend that has beat the game, and he says that this, at a certain point, you don't even need her anymore. Mm-hmm. It's literally just, his team was just... Shulk, Ryan, and Dunban, the like, like entire ending. Right. It's just like a powerhouse. Sure. But I haven't gotten there yet, so I don't know for myself. But I, I also really like using Melia, but I don't think you've gotten her yet. I actually just, yes, she just joined my team, yeah. Her buffs, like immediately. Yeah. Like every battle, it's like, you're good. <laughs> like, right. Yo, yo. Mm-hmm. But I don't see the need, like, it, like, you don't see the need to use that because the computer is pretty good off on its own. Right. They generally fill in the gaps that you've presented. They, yeah. and they'll, they'll, they'll catch the pass that you threw. I don't know. What else? The scale. Like, like the scale of the worlds, like, or like the environments. Like, you'll literally pass on to another one and it's literally like a whole, like, a, like you could have a whole game in that one area, which some people find that intimidating. Like, like a Metal Gear Solid Five, like that world is open and huge, but there's nothing to do. Mm-hmm. But for some reason in this game, I feel like it I do, want to go there. It feels very populated. Yeah. 
Yes. There's a whole lot of different monsters, and they do well at like grouping them together. You know, as if you like know, you have like your like stuff that's around your level, and then you have that level ninety demon in like the corner that right. you do not want to get near, but you have to go around him. Uh huh. I love that. They they did do it well, but I just it does feel empty at points, and like yeah, they yeah. they incorporated an auto run, you know, to accommodate for that at times, which is helpful. But and and this goes back to even the first time I played it though, the collectibles. Yeah. They're fun because it's great when you fill a row of collectibles, you found an entire set, but it doesn't feel like you've actually done anything. Mm-hmm. I think I think the way they accommodated that was like if you reach a checkpoint, you get XP. So there is a reason to go do that. Sure. Especially those secret areas. Like mm-hmm. you gain levels. Yes. Those. Yes. yes. Every time true. I find one, I'm like, yo. Now, you guys mentioned this already a little bit, but what do you feel? How do you feel about the graphics of the game? Because honestly, it did not look as good as I thought it would. When, well, no, because you, you gotta think. You gotta think. Xenoblade Two was like this too. It's a little grainy, but for the like the size, it's not again. The it's not a de- Nintendo developed game. It is by Monolith, mm-hmm. so they don't have like like the Breath of the Wild kind of budget for that. So that's not gonna look as good as that. But at the same time, for the scale on that handheld, is insane. And the monsters do. I mean, the monsters get massive. Uh, yeah. You know, exponentially larger than your characters. And there's and, a lot of things on screen. Too. Right. A lot of movement. And so, for what it is, I, I, I wrote down in my notes that it's kind of on a 360 level. Yeah. Because the grass, you can't see in the distance, but it will draw with you, mm-hmm. which I thought was kind of weird. Yeah. But that's only the, the only thing that's like stared out to me. Because I've been playing this on a 4K TV and it runs on 720p. Mm-hmm. And yeah. it hasn't bothered me. Yeah. My last thing is would kind of just be the story and, and how far... So do you... You don't know the end of the game. I do. <laughs> I do, because Xenoblade 2's ending actually draws into Xenoblade 1's ending. Okay, well, spoilers... But, but other than that, no, I do not know how it gets to that ending. Okay. Yeah. Um, let's get into a little bit of spoilers. Okay. Um, so the game doesn't end here, but you find out that this entire world, the world is on the backs of two giant gods that have killed each other in a battle and all of your characters, all the monsters, anything that you interact with is living on the bodies of these two massive gods. And that sounds cool enough, right? You should just leave it there. There doesn't need to be another layer. No. Turns out in another universe, there was an Earth. Yep. And there were scientists on a space station and they created this universe on the backs of gods. What? Yeah. Yeah. That's literally because Xenoblade 1 and 2... And with that exact same scene. It's kind of nonsense. That's what that's kind of where I my you have to buy into the religion question. Because it's almost mark. a you conspiracy to, at the end. Yeah. You, and just there's so many deep curves that they throw at you that I yeah. don't uh, some of them just feel cheap. Fair enough, fair Un- enough. <laughs> unearned. And so I don't know. Uh that's that's one of my biggest drawbacks. The gameplay just is obviously what keeps me coming back over yeah. and over. And then I like the characters a whole lot, but just at the deeper the story gets, the more I kind of check out from that facet of the game. Understandable. I feel like Xenoblade Two gets worse with that. Like it. Oh like, no! Like they take like they take the anime aspect of it, like the super anime like weirdness. Yeah. And it's like eleven, and that's why I love it so much. It's sure. It's just stupid. Well, and, and that's fair enough. I mean, <laughs> you know, like I said, this game hits a very happy medium for me. It hits right. You know, it's not too annoying. It's not. Uh, boring they hit the mark for me um but some people would just absolutely oh, eat yeah, up yeah, every no, single I, corner of this game. i know people that hate it i know people that love it i don't know many people that are like 
in between all that. Sure, you know? sure. I'm definitely like a, a love it. Uh-huh. Like I will play this again most likely in the future. Very so. good. Well, cool, man. Any last thoughts? I'm ready to see that ending for myself. That's it. It's gonna be like another eighty hours before I get there, but I do not care. I'm ready to see that. And see what's stupid is I'm about to say it'll be worth it. I, as much as I just complained about it. So, <laughs> <laughs> so there it is. Xenoblade Chronicles. Go get it. Well, yeah, I'm glad you guys are enjoying it. Cause... Hey, Jake. Yeah, How you doing I- over I'm there? back. Hey, I've been here the whole time. <laughs> 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 no, uh, yeah, it's just not for me. So, But I'm glad people are enjoying it. It looks good for what it is. Yeah, you know? that felt good. I've been saving up a lot of that content <laughs> for a while now. You, you've been hyping up Clay. And so yeah. I, I do appreciate you letting us geek out there. For, yeah, for no, of course. Yeah. If it was just me and you, it would be you just talking to a wall, basically. Yeah, no, um, that was, yes. So, yeah. Do you guys want to go ahead and get into this week's Nintendo Gym? Heck yes. All right. I'm breaking you. I want want to talk about Sonic. (laughs) Yes. So this week's (laughs) Nintendo Gem is Sonic Adventure 2 Battle on the GameCube. Not on the PC, not on PS3, on the GameCube. Yes, sir. And what he meant to say was Chow Garden, the game, with a side of Sonic. I'm going to have to say that I don't care about the Chow Garden. I'm going to start that that off real strong. This is going to be a great conversation. (laughs) Okay. Pause. Pause, everyone. So, uh, I just want to go ahead and give the preface that, you know, technically this is a Nintendo exclusive game, Battle is, or at least it says only for, is it on PC? It is on the PC, but you know, you gotta think at the time, literally it came on the Dreamcast and then Battle came out, which was its own thing. And that that was a GameCube exclusive for about 10 years. At the time when it came out, it was a Nintendo exclusive game and it's come to PC now, but there are a lot of games, Sonic games from around this time. Basically, all of the Sonic games from the GameCube era, uh, I completely just associate with Nintendo. That being, mm-hmm. I, even though they are on the Dreamcast, um, Sonic Adventure, Sonic Adventure 2, Sonic mm-hmm. Heroes, Sonic Riders, mm-hmm. you know, they're on other systems, especially now. Um, you wouldn't want to ever play it on PS2, though. I promise you. Yeah? No? So, yes, yeah, so it might as well be a GameCube exclusive. So. <laughs> yeah. So, the point is, these this whole era of Sonic, I kind of very much associate with Nintendo. So I feel like we're going to bend the rules a little bit and and uh, and talk about something that isn't completely Nintendo. Not, not absolutely first party, but definitely helped support the game. Yes. As it was I mean, think about it this way. Mario and Sonic is a legit game. There you go. So there you go. Yeah. Mario and That's Sonic. That's not a fake game. Mario and Sonic at the Tokyo 2020 Olympic Games that didn't nope. happen. Nope. Uh, <laughs> we, we played that. We're the only bit. ones that got to go. Yeah. <laughs> That's insane. Yeah, we played that a little bit earlier in this week, and we were like, "This is surreal," because it's just this is about event. Uh, it's a game based on an event that didn't even happen. That's gonna be bizarre yeah. in 10, 20 years. I wonder if it's gonna be rare because of that. Probably not. No. It goes on sale all the time. Right. Yeah. But like you could like just the interesting factor in that. Right. Sure. But uh, Adventure Two Battle. I brought up the idea of a Sonic game because not only is Clay the biggest Xenoblade fan that I know, but he's also the biggest Sonic fan I have ever met in my life. Defend yourself. I'm not going to defend myself because I love Sonic the Hedgehog. It is so garbage that, like, you know how, you know how, like, in the, in the 2000s, like, there's, like, those freaks that love Sonic? I was that freak. (laughs) Did you, show me your OC. Oh, I had them. Show me. I don't have. I don't have this because me and my friends, like as kids, you know, as kids, oh. you you want to go outside and pr- play pretend. But like, we would spend hours on these characters. Dude, uh, so I you you saw my grin there for a good as you were playing, yeah, yeah, yeah. and so so I get it. I'm making fun of you. I'm laughing with you. But dude, I 
I pretended to draw those fake Sonic characters. I would yeah. print them out, take them to school. I'd be like, well, like, check oh, out yeah, my character. And so, did. like, I mean, I was never, yeah. Full, you know, respect where it's due. I, exactly. You know, I, I understand. And no, I think it's hilarious. Yeah. It okay. is awesome. Right on. <laughs> you, you are on the right side of the Sonic fandom, I think. It is real bad. But Sonic Adventure 2, I feel like most people can agree, good memories of that game. Even though these days, like, people have gone back to them and said they're not the best and, you know, all these glitches. Like, ever since, like, the Game Grumps started playing those games and they got this real bad reputation. The Sonic Adventure games? Yeah. Have you not watched any of their, their Let's no. Plays? They're infamous. They're actually kind of, like, when they were, like, a good show to watch, mm-hmm. I think they were pretty funny, but people took that as, like, haha, look at this bad game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Huh. Whatever. What was your first experience with Adventure 2 Battle, Jake? Um, you know, honestly, I can't remember. Uh, I played it when I was a kid. I know I had it because I know I had like all of those Sonic games that I was talking about. Mm -hmm. Um, But I was never, I I, I always liked Sonic, but I was never a huge Sonic fan. Mm -hmm. You know, um, the one that I definitely put the most time into was Sonic Heroes. Um, But I definitely played this when I was a kid, but not like extensively. Oh, I think this is the one I played the most as a kid. I, I would say the same for myself. My brother and I were both super into this game and and like i said at the start once we had beaten the the main story we really sank a whole lot of time into yeah, chow yeah. garden um and we treated the rest of the game you know the actual sonic portions as basically just farming yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, to to uh hang out with our chows i think i think the earliest memory i have of this game is my friend that i would go over to his house like he lived like five minutes from me so we'd always go over there he had a gamecube i never had a gamecube as a kid so you know he had sonic adventure he had sonic adventure 2 and I remember playing that game for the first time with him, and just sitting in awe, like, my five-year-old mind was, like, blown. How <laughs> crazy was that opening scene? Sonic jumps <laughs> out the <laughs> helicopter. <laughs> boom, bam, 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 bam. That like iconic that bass, song. That song that was, can is, I get the whole song from you like that? Dude, yeah. <laughs> Rolling around at the speed oh my God. of sound. Got places to go, gotta follow my rainbow. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, that was... Yes. Oh, I mean, there's nobody that doesn't know that song. Yeah. Even um, if you don't like the game, you know you know every word of that song. Yes. Yeah, that's, speaking of, I mean, there's a lot of things to talk about with this game, but I guess to go ahead and go start formally going through them, uh, let's start with the music, seeing as how we just had that beautiful serenading by us. <laughs> Clay and I, before you got here, we broke out my GameCube to play it and couldn't find the cord to plug it in. Oh, no. So then we broke out my Wii to play it. Um, Hooray. And, yeah, so we played like about an hour of it, I would say. We played up to like Pumpkin Hill. Sorry, okay. All right, yeah. I gotta okay. stop doing that. Uh, but, um, and just immediately, as we were playing it, I was like, dude, this the music in these games, at least the, they like, don't miss. that generation yeah. of Sonic That's... is so good. And, and then I, I looked at him because I mean I we, we grew up with these games yeah. and I said how much do you think that these games influenced our taste in music? Wow! Because like I don't know. I think they influenced a lot of people's taste in music because if you look at like sure. almost like electronic music now or like like kind of like that that poppy stuff that kind of like hyper potions that did the music for Mania like that intro mm-hmm. for Mania kind of like that kind of stuff. It is very that era of like Sonic like menu music or like <laughs> something like that. Uh-huh. So I feel like that's. Very influential. Yeah, yeah. and uh, I mean, as I guess we've already mentioned, the music in this game is just so good. All of it. From, from like you said, the second you start... I feel like this game has the most expensive soundtrack I've ever seen. 
Really? Was, Which is, might be a, a testament to its quality. Like, it's like, you can't find a copy of it, and it's like hundreds and hundreds of wow. dollars. I can't put a number on it. Do you know any know. names on the soundtrack? Because I don't. Like, like artists? or like, Yeah, artists. Like, they're all, like, no names, pretty much, mm-hmm. that they just kind of find. And it was Crush 40. Like, that, they're, the, they're the people that do all the, like, rock the, intros. You, and, form. like, the, the, when you're fighting Biohazard at the end. Yeah, um, like, Live and Learn, that's, yeah. that's Crush 40. They did the Open the Heart for, like, all the other games. Yeah. What timeless songs. God, I just, seriously, like, I was going to say Escape from the City and Live and Learn specifically mm-hmm. are two. Literally every single time I sit down and we play Smash Brothers, I make a point to go and choose a Sonic <laughs> stage and put on Live and Learn. Mm-hmm. Always. Every single time. But that's just a testament to how great not only this era of Sonic's music is and uh, how great Crush 40 is just in general, mm-hmm. um, but uh, this game specifically just has just a stellar soundtrack. Okay, the next thing I want to talk about is um, the game's incomprehensible story. <laughs> it was so anime. It's so it's so anime. Yeah. Like literally, that that era of Sonic games was so anime. You're not wrong. Like the whole plot is basically like there's this black hedgehog, and they're like, "Oh, that's Sonic, and he's being a bad dude, and we have to put like we have to put him in jail." But he's like, no, that's not me, bro. Yeah. And he's... <laughs> Baker! It's all about... I'll make you eat those words! Yeah. <laughs> like, they'll like, go from, like, chasing down this guy that, like, that they need to, like, clear his name from to going into space from a rocket that's just in a pyramid. Yep. It is just in a pyramid. They go into space, and they're like, oh, there's these, like, bioweapons here. Yeah. Like, for some reason, they're gonna blow up the Earth. It is insane. Again, when, when we were playing this earlier, uh, I looked over at Clay and I was like, how could any child understand what's going on? I think, no, but I said, like, I think that's the purpose of it. It's like, like, I was like, so in, like, into it mm-hmm. that like, I think that's the point. Like, it's so over the top that like, any child would be like, yo, <laughs> I love this. Yeah, and, well, and every, every area is totally different and feels, you know, like you said, the pyramid levels, they, yeah, they offer different hazards than the jungle level does. Yeah, there's like cities, jungles, underground mines, mm-hmm. a little pumpkin I, place. Uh, once you hit outer space, it gets a little yeah, questionable. Those, those outer space levels as like Rouge and Knuckles, oh, if, if you don't know what you're doing or you find the wrong clues, those levels can be like 20 minute levels. Yeah. Not a Yeah, like we were taking turns just playing the story mm-hmm. and I got... Uh, pumpkin hill and uh i got the first two uh pieces of the emerald like immediately and then it took me like six minutes to find the second one and i was like i just kept being like where is this and he was like do you want me to do it for you and i was like no (laughs) because i'm sure you could have done it much faster just because you i've probably beaten this game like 30 i was gonna say how many hours do you think you have in the sonic adventure 2 just in general not even battle just sonic adventure 2 i don't even know probably like five Hundred as like an easy ballpark. Just I was from, gonna say for me personally, like three or four, and so it sounds like you've probably gone through it at least a couple more times. Yeah, so I don't even remember how many times. Three I or four hundred. Oh yeah, as a kid. Whoa. And <laughs> plus, and I mean, I well, especially with that child garden. Like, I, you can yeah, think like days. That's, that's exactly yeah. It. Like, it, they, there's a lot of requirements when if you like want to get a child that you actually want to refine to right. uh, the chaos chow or yeah um, um before we get off the story and we'll come back to the chow gardens i do want to mention another just thing that i makes me love sonic adventure just both of them but sonic adventure 2 specifically is uh the voice acting the english dub yes. um which is just so amazing it's so it's so terrible that it's so it's amazing and the production is horrendous the music is always on like like 
two times louder than the dialogue. You yeah. So it's always like, da 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 da. And the way the cutscenes flow, <laughs> like from like the Japanese, like I'm sure it was fine. I never played it that way. But like the dubbing, they literally cut each other off because there's not enough time for the voice yeah. lines. So there's that infamous scene where Sonic meets Shadow, and he's like, "I finally got you, Faker, or whatever." And like he immediately cuts them off. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm like, beat those yeah, lines. yeah, <laughs> yeah, immediately. And then there's lines that they didn't even decide to like translate. Like really? Eggman will literally just go Yosh. Or like yo, <laughs> and and like Knuckles was going like or, 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 like like a JoJo character, uh-huh. you know? Yeah. So I just had to give that a little bit of a shout out. <laughs> I guess let's go ahead and get into it since it seems like something at least you, Braden, love, and then you, Clay, as you said at the top of this. I don't hate it, but I never got into it. You don't like it, or you never got into it. The Chow Garden. Uh, can you guys? I guess Braden, since you like it so much, can you explain what the Chow Garden is? So, essentially, they incorporated an entire virtual pet system into this Sonic Adventure 2 battle game. If you collect a key in each level, it will transport you to the Chow Garden, where there are these adorable little teardrop-shaped kind of... I guess that's how you can imagine it, little baby children. Yeah, Um, they they just tiny little anime-looking blue children. Um, More alien than human, but, um, but adorable nonetheless. And depending on the items that you give them and how you choose to train them, um, their appearances will change. They grow up. They become adults. Yeah, because you literally find like little animals, like the flickies or whatever they uh-huh. call them, like from robots, and you can give them. And they take the shape of like a tiger or a bird. Yeah. Same with like the uh, the cogs or something from yeah, the, the robots. Yeah. Like energy crystal things. Right. And so these these chows have entire lifespans. They live in the chow garden, but then you soon unlock multiple gardens yeah there's like a heaven and like a uh, like a hell i guess i don't yeah. remember what they're called um to match the uh the light and dark side yeah. of the story that you can play um but it's incredibly in depth and if you choose to commit time to it there are tons of there are two sports for them to play you can do running or karate and you can choose to train them in either of those fields. And uh, there are dozens of difficulty levels for them to play through. They earn awards, cool outfits. It goes on. It's I, its, its own game. It it's is. It's its own game. You, and there's literally like a school, like a whole other section where there's like school, mm-hmm. a doctor, like a little mm-hmm. fortune teller mm-hmm. that you can take them all to. And it's insane. <laughs> well, did you ever play that, Jake? The, the Chow Garden? Garden? No. You never. went into it. Wow. Well, I just never... Dude, I honestly don't think I even knew it really existed mm-hmm. until... Well, because you like, have to get those keys. Right. To and, start, and, yeah. And I don't think I knew it existed until YouTube was a thing, and I was watching videos about these games, and then everyone was like, I love the Chow Garden, mm-hmm. and there's these all these hour-long videos about how amazing the Chow Garden is, and I was like, what? <laughs> you know? But my thing is, so they have kept the Chows around. I think they were introduced in Sonic Barely. Adventure... They were in the anime. They they are still in the games somewhat. I, I don't know. More of like a, like a loading screen mascot more than Yeah, I, I guess I haven't and played enough recent games to, to say that. But I'm going to tell you, they just don't care about side characters anymore. It's really sad. Really? But, uh, yeah. Well, I was just going to... My point was, I'm surprised they haven't brought them back in any way, shape, yeah. or form. Especially with like how big Animal Crossing is now. That's probably a big factor as to why you like it. Sure, you know? uh, that's great. That's yeah. a great point. Dude, the modern Sonic games just make me so sad. What happened? It's so funny. It's, it's literally the listen. fan base doesn't know what they want ever. I was gonna but say, they don't, so they don't know who to listen to. Well, it's so funny because we're saying like, well, what happened to Sonic? But like this, this game isn't good, man. You're right. 
<laughs> we love right. this game. You, but, like, I mean, I would say you could probably argue that the Chow Garden is good, but, like, I love Sonic Adventure and Sonic Adventure. Well, I love Sonic Adventure 2. I have mixed feelings about the first Sonic Adventure, yeah, but exactly. I do not think they are good games. Like, if I had to review them, I don't think... You, you well, said even it, at the time, like, they did get high scores and they did get, like, low scores. You, you know? said it yourself. It's a game that it runs on, like, charm. Yeah, know? it's more of, like, a charm thing. Like, kids grew up with this and they mm-hmm. relate with Sonic, you know. Yeah. But, like, when you go back to it now, it's if you didn't play as a kid, you might not love it as much as you do if you have that experience. Sure. Which, I, you know, because, like, those those treasure hunting things can be frustrating. It's, like, especially since in the first game, you got, like, it gave you the radar for all three in this one. You only get the radar for mm-hmm. one. Mm-hmm. And then those mech missions are real slow. The most, th- the most fun you're going to have is playing on Sonic and Shadow. <laughs> From what I hear, though, they're sp- trying to spend a lot longer on the next one. Which, which everybody's thinking is going to be an adventure remake. That would be dope. I'm okay with that. But I was about to say, if they spit Sonic Adventure 2 Battle Out or something similar modern day with those mm. mechanics, that would not fly. Exactly. So Dude, camera- I think, I think mm. to, cre- to Jake's credit, it is a bad game. Let's talk about the different like levels you know the different kinds of gameplay because one level you're running super fast with sonic you know it's kind of a you know very 3d platformer and then the next you're that's the reason people remember it you know right Mm -hmm. it's those sonic levels because they are really well thought out they're a lot of fun they last like two three minutes then it's done and you can keep replaying those levels and trying to get better right but then like in the dark story there's just eggman level after eggman level after eggman level (laughs) with a root level and like three shadow levels it just gets real boring like like i get bored playing team dark story so many eggman yeah because it's just these slow burn missions where you're just shooting things yeah i think some people you just hold you can you can just keep pressing b oh yeah i can't do that all the time that's it and just zap them all and even in all of it, especially in the, the Knuckles and Rouge levels, um, the camera, dude, is so Especially bad. Especially on the GameCube, because there's no good way. On, on other consoles, like PC, which I know we're not talking about that one, but yeah. there is better camera option, because I didn't have that problem when I'm playing like a modern port of that game. Huh. But those levels still kind of drag on. Yeah. I think they're a lot of fun, though. So our modern Sonic historian, is Shadow still around? Uh, barely. He's like a hanging thread now. It's real sad. Like, they kind of took the edgy character trait that he was, like, known for, I guess. Like, like like Shadow the Hedgehog, if you know any other thing about that game. I wanted to touch on it. Yeah. So, basically, after that died, killed that character real fast. Yeah. I feel like they just played it safe with him as, like, kind of like the anti-hero. Mm-hmm. Just, like, like a companion to Sonic just to be like, oh, look, his rival's back. Yeah, yeah. But he hasn't had any, like, serious character development at all. And it's kind of an insufferable character now. Oh, shoot. He felt like such a truly badass character when I was a kid. He should have lived, died in Sonic Adventure 2. I think so. And then just not brought him back? Huh. He is such a popular character, that's why they brought him back, but... He w- that his legacy would have been so much better if you know because his his story ends in Sonic Adventure two. Yeah, He's, he falls into the yeah he, he dies right? he dies yeah and then they turn him into an android in Sonic Heroes. That's is true. it an android? Oh well, what is, what's the immediate successor to to battle? Is it Heroes or it is, is it heroes. Shadow the Hedgehog? It's Heroes. Okay, if Heroes Dude, goes straight from Sonic. Shadow Adventure. the Hedgehog isn't canon. I mean, I don't I don't know it if is. Sonic has canon, but is it? <laughs> up until 06, it had canon. And then, and then before that, yes, it was canon. What the heck? But I, you said he was an android. I thought he was a clone. 
Yes. Right? Oh, no. I, I remember there were multiple I, endings. Yes, because in, in Heroes Ends, Shadow Story with, we don't know, we'll see maybe next time, because they find a room full of shadows. And they're like, I thought he was an android. And they're like, we're not sure. Like, And then in, in Shadow the Hedgehog, you have those 20 different endings, which <laughs> are, are hilarious in themselves. And then you have that one true ending, which that should have just been the ending. But even then, that's just like, I am who I am, I guess. And there's nothing answered. Yeah. You know? <laughs> I'll deal with it. Yeah. yeah. And and like you said, it is it is interesting that there did seem to be a sort of canon, or at least a canon that was started maybe with Sonic Adventure. You right. Know? And then it, it, it didn't last long, because yeah, then Sonic 06 is off the walls. It feels like every, every game we get like, what is Sonic Forces related to? Nothing. <laughs> nothing. You know yeah, I mean? no, it's exactly that. Because like, Unleashed his own story. Generations his own story. Lost World was his own story. Even like their own like colors was his own story. Even like their own worlds too. Yeah, I mean yeah. Since, since colors they've had the wisps and everything, but I feel like they've just replaced. Also, them. the wisps. Dude, now we're just having a Sonic conversation, but the wisps are so boring. Yeah, I think. Yeah, they are. Like, I don't know why they bring them. Like up. how the wisps are like all of the items in um, the Sonic Racing games, like so boring. But to that point, that makes this game so much better. It could be a bad game, but now <laughs> comparatively, this game is godlike. It's getting better Sonic and better. Two is Sonic is is Sonic at its best. The more before the two D games, because there is that split of those classic fans that like Mania. Yeah, like they they're probably the most valid in any conversation. <laughs> which I hate to say that because I don't like those games very much. Which is crazy because that's the thing when so I as a, I consider myself a classic Sonic fan first yeah. and foremost because I did grow up playing the Genesis games more. I just love those games to death. I think they are fantastic, all of them in their own right. Right. Um, I think Mania is is, is God tier. And that's why I've, I, I thought it's been so funny to be friends with you, Clay, because you're this huge Sonic fan and the Mania came out. And I was like, Sonic Mania, oh my God, it's so good. And you were like, no. I got it the day it came out and I still haven't finished that game. Oh no. And I yet, have and it yet, on Switch and PS4. <laughs> and yet you're like all over Sonic Forces and you've beaten it like I've, a million times. I own it three times. I platinum the game. I've beaten it all three times. That's hilarious. Yes. And uh, I mean, they are very different games. Classic Sonic versus 3D Sonic, you know. It, it would make sense why if you were really into 3D Sonic, you might not be into Well, that's why Forces pissed me off so much is because they literally shoehorn Classic Sonic in and it's been that way since generations. Mm. And it's like, hey... I loved this thing as a kid, this three, these 3D games like Sonic Adventure 2. Can we have that again? Right. And that's why I think the Prospect of Adventure remake would be so nice. Even if it's not that good, I would be all over it. I would too. I agree. Um, yeah, so... Oh, let's talk about the, the battle. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. Battle. I did a lot of that as a kid. Yeah, so... Talk to me about the multiplayer, that. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Because that's exclusive to this game. That I, 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 that's pretty much what justified it as a re-release, so from what I can tell. You know? mm-hmm. Yeah, talk to us about battle mode. Uh, you basically get all the gameplay styles, like the race, like the speed sections, the treasure hunting, the shooting, and they turn them into like a battle mode. So, like the racing, you choose between like I think it was Sonic, Shadow, Amy, and Metal Sonic, mm-hmm. which some of them are mo- more broken than others. <laughs> which, because if you're Shadow or Amy, you can stop time <laughs> and just go. Mm-hmm. It's real annoying, but it was still fun. If you play it now, though, <laughs> there's a lot of screaming involved. <laughs> a lot of screaming involved. Because 
that you can just keep chaining those uh, specials. Yeah. And the other person just can't play. <laughs> they just can't play. <laughs> and then, uh, like, the treasure hunting one, it's like a race to see who can find the treasures the fastest. And then the shooting one, you're literally in, a, like, a gun to marina kind of thing where you're just shooting each other. Press B the fastest, I guess. I guess. I mean, I did play this. I'm not, I, that was more of a theoretical yeah. question. But I don't know. I never learned the secret to being good at that one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, another one with, uh, I guess, a secret. The, the grinding levels. Oh, yeah, yeah. They have that pyramid one in the speed in the speed section of the two-player. Yeah. The grinding one, the pyramid. Where you just grind on the rails. Yeah. And, I mean, it's cool. It's, and it's because you can bounce back and forth between the two rails. And Me stuff. and my friends would always figure out a way to, like, jump off the yeah, rails and, catch and try. catch the bottom one. Yeah, and we'd always miss. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> but we'd keep doing it because we wanted to beat each other. Oh! On fire. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. I always thought that was hilarious. Yeah. In the space, you literally catch a fire. But is that the only <laughs> advantage that you can catch? Um, on those grinding levels, it's just a jump. I don't or? know because there is those physics in it where it, when it takes that curve, if you're not leaning into that curve and mm-hmm. not holding B, yeah, you're gonna slip and you can fall off. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So there is that. You have to be good at knowing when this. But I guess mm-hmm. if you both know, there is no advantage. Yeah. So I don't know. Huh. So yeah, that's battle mode. <laughs> There's not a lot to it. That is yeah. that is a fact. There's not a lot to it. Mm-hmm. Um, but good. I spent so many hours playing. <laughs> Do you guys have any other closing thoughts on uh, Sonic Adventure 2 Battle for the Nintendo GameCube? Bring Shadow back. Shadow don't, 2020. Don't bring Shadow back. Oh, right. No, no, no. Yeah, you're right. We liked him dead the first time. If we, No, let's get a remake of Sonic Adventure 2, kill him, then then we're done. Okay. Yeah. That's it. Deal. That's how I want it to end. Sonic Adventure 2 is not the best game of all time, but it's the best game of all time. The end. Alrighty. Well, I think that's about going to wrap us up for this episode. Yeah, I'm feeling pretty good. Dude, Clay, it was a pleasure to meet and have you on. Likewise. Um, Clay, do you want to do you want to plug any of your social media if anyone no, wants to No, please find leave you? me alone. <laughs> <laughs> You're just it's just going to be disappointment, lots of canceling for me. There's not <laughs> good things in the future for that. Uh, follow Jake on Twitter and follow Nintendo's on Facebook. Wow, look not at that. Me. Okay. You can find me and follow my gaming journalist uh, expeditions on Twitter at jyoder1624. And you can find us on Facebook and on Twitter eventually that I have yet to make because I'm a bad co-host. <laughs> but uh, we'll be there eventually. But yeah. So hey, thanks for listening, guys. I'm Jake. I'm Brady. I'm Clay. And this is Nintendo Gems. See you guys next time. See ya.